My name is Jillian Perrick, and I'm a lover of all things orange chocolate, think One Tree Hill is way better than the OC. And as a person who stutters, I hope to one day inspire women with invisible disabilities to overcome their limiting beliefs and start the business of their dreams, just like I did. I'm a mindset coach specializing in imposter syndrome, helping women beat their inner imposter using neurolinguistic programming, hypnosis, and time techniques. And this is the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. This podcast is for you if you're an entrepreneurial woman trying to navigate the online space with a lot of passion and a lot of uncertainty. If you feel like your ideas are unoriginal, that your message isn't necessary or important, or like you're a complete and total fraud, then you've come to the right place. This podcast will take you from imposter to empowered with ninja-like brain hacks, easy to implement strategies, and uplifting real talk to make you feel like everything you want is in reach. Let's get started, girlfriend. Welcome back to the pod, everybody. Today's episode is sponsored by the Lazy Entrepreneur's Morning Routine, which is the planner slash journal of your dreams. This is an amazing two-in-one planner slash journal combination that I created because I was so sick of lugging around my journal and my planner at the same time and going from thing to thing. I work full-time, so I would always be sitting there for over half an hour in the morning trying to plan out my day and then trying to get some journaling in because I know how good it is to journal. And when I first started journaling, I also never knew what to journal about, which led to me always thinking I had to journal about bad stuff. It's such a long story, but I basically created the Lazy Entrepreneur's Morning Routine because I wanted these things to be um, a collaborative effort in the morning and for it to be an easy transition between planning out your day and your tasks and your appointments and setting your goals and then listing out three things that you're grateful for and then moving into a journal prompt that will help get the blood flowing, help get you thinking and help you really start to uncover those subconscious beliefs that may be holding you back in your business or even just in your personal relationships and in your life. Um, so for example, today I had a journal prompt that was related to my beliefs about money and I actually uncovered something that I didn't expect to uncover and now I can't wait to talk about it with my coach because, um, all these beliefs, which we're going to talk a lot, we're going to talk a lot about beliefs today, but these beliefs are ingrained in us at such a young time, even in terms of like the womb, sometimes we can develop beliefs. Um, or things can happen in past lives and they contribute to how we feel about ourselves now. So it's really important to do this type of work, especially if you're an entrepreneur, because your mindset is your most important asset. If your brain and your emotional health, your mental health and your physical health are not in optimal shape, then you will have a hard time in your business because If you are operating at the highest level, then that means that your business gets the best of you, right? So this journal slash planner has over 180 journal prompts in it that I created custom to help you overcome, to help you realize and overcome these limiting beliefs. It's truly amazing. Um, And on the left side, you have the planner slash, um, you have the planner part on the left side where you list your tasks and you list your gratitudes and your appointments and anything for that day. It's undated. So even if you skip a day, that's okay. You can still use um, the next page. It doesn't matter. And then on the next page, you have a journal prompt and room to journal. If you're new to journaling, this journal is going to be amazing for you. And it's so easy and um, such a seamless way for you to get everything out of your morning routine done and done. 
You're not a bad entrepreneur for not having a morning routine, but this will revolutionize your morning routine and you have to get it. So you can go to the link in my show notes or you can go to jillianperic.com, www.jillianperic.com and I have it there on my website or you can also go to my Instagram at your coach Jill and you can find um, a link for the journal there as well in my link tree. So let's get on with the episode today. And the episode title is, Is Your Inner Imposter Just Your Inner Child? And I ask this because our inner imposter is usually a collection of negative thoughts that we believe about ourselves. But where do the beliefs, but where do these beliefs come from? These beliefs come from ingrained experiences that we have gone through, whether as children, it usually starts in childhood, but sometimes there can be experiences in when you're a teenager or in adulthood that really shape um, who you are. But the thing is, is the subconscious mind is in its most um, thriving capacity between the ages of zero and seven. So between the ages of zero and seven, you are just a sponge absorbing everything that's happening in your life and you are taking in this information in order to develop a script for how you are going to live your life for the rest of your life. So if you um, if you were a child and you heard your parents arguing about money, that may be your first experience with money and that may be your first experience at all with it. So what you did was you may have developed the belief of it's not safe to have money and it doesn't always have to make sense. Like you could have an experience and you just take whatever it is at face value and when I say at face value it's because your brain is just trying to make meaning out of everything especially when you're a child so between those ages of zero and seven it's just literally interpreting information um, and trying to make sense of it and if that makes sense to your brain at that age that is what will continue and you will start to have experiences that will either shape that belief make it more known or more certain to you or make it less known and less certain to you if that makes any sense um, and again when we are between the ages of zero seven we of zero and seven we are a walking talking subconscious mind that's because we absorb everything so quickly and so easily um, because we are just taking information in in order to develop that script for us to live our lives in the future. I wonder if you can hear that. I have a new microphone and the cars outside are so loud, but luckily I listened to this back and I can't hear any cars at all. Anyways, that's my brain. That's my squirrel brain. Um, so yeah, in terms of your beliefs, how they are developed, that is essentially how they're developed. And again, it doesn't have to make sense. It could literally just be like the most basic thing that happened to you as a child or that you experienced, or you didn't even have to be a part of the experience. You could have just like been a third party, but you developed a frame of the world and how you see the world and that informs all your future experiences. So when it comes to our our inner critic when it comes to that inner imposter you know you already know mine's name Rhonda um Rhonda doesn't say anything to me that I don't already think about myself and Rhonda has come out in ways where she says things that have perpetuated in my life since I was a child so I'm trying to think of something like trying to think of like you're not that smart that is probably something that um she used to say to me a lot, even though I have a master's degree, even though I have 
been accepted to to like any school that I've applied to even though I've had numerous jobs I've worked my way up in a company that I work for um I started my own business I've done lots of things that like I know that I'm smart on a conscious level but Rhonda would constantly tell me that I'm not smart enough and it definitely goes back to experiences as children or as a child where like people would be like oh it's a good thing you're cute it's a good thing you're blonde oh you're such a dumb blonde even if they were saying it in jest it still um it still affects your brain when you are a kid and you're just trying to make sense of everything you're just trying to see what's real and even as a teenager this happens as well we're just trying to see what's real and that is basically a book or a script again on how we determine our life and the choices that we make so I might constantly hear that inner critic in my head saying like you're not that smart and they and that could stop me from doing something that I wanted to do because I would tell myself well I'm not going to be able to figure it out because I'm not that smart whereas in reality that could just be something that has been told to me or something that has been reinforced and then I have reinforced it with my own actions and have supported that belief even though it's non-conducive to my life or my business so when I say that these beliefs come from childhood and how uh, how we can identify them, the biggest thing is to journal for sure. I definitely have uncovered a lot of beliefs about myself that I didn't even realize that once I wrote them down on paper and I saw them or I talked about them with my therapist or my coach, I was like, oh wow, this is a belief that I have just developed and that I truly believe is true. Because the thing is with imposter syndrome, you believe that your inner critic's thoughts, your inner imposter's thoughts are factual you believe that these are just facts and this is reality this is your life and then you're just basically trying to fight off these thoughts and you're trying to convince everybody that you're somebody that you're not or you're trying to convince everybody that these thoughts are not true even though you're the only one saying them to yourself so this might look like trying to like overcompensate for a job because you're constantly telling yourself I'm not smart enough so you overcompensate on a group presentation or a project or something at work because you're trying to prove to people how smart you are even though they may not be questioning your intelligence at all like they might definitely think that you're super smart and you're just working off of the thoughts that you're having in your head and I wanted to kind of bring this to your attention because our inner children are always just wanting to be seen and validated and our inner child is always just wanting to be loved and to be supported and we just want attention. If you are somebody that like wants attention and you feel bad about it, I wonder if, oh, I'm so sorry, I've been sick for the past couple weeks, but um, if you are somebody who constantly is seeking attention or validation, I would encourage you to do some work around your inner child because a child is just wanting to be seen like I said, and wanting to be validated. And when we don't feel that way, that's when we have the thoughts that um, kind of imprint in our mind or that our inner imposter permeates our mind with because we're not getting that um, visibility or that validation that we're craving. 
and it can make us do things that are very unfavorable. So it's just like a toddler um, not getting any attention and then throwing a temper tantrum and smashing something. You might not throw a tantrum and smash something, but you might get frustrated. Um, you might lash out at a partner um, or you may procrastinate in your business. You might throw a pity party um, because you feel like nobody wants your services. It's all the same. We're literally all just like walking, talking children. I remember seeing this image and it was, um, I think it was from Burning Man and it was like um, two adult statues, um, but they were kind of like see-through figurines and they were facing back to back of each other. So they weren't looking at each other. It looked like they were almost like angry with each other, but inside the figurines, the, the, the figurines the figurines were children and they were the children were face to face looking at each other holding their hands up to each other and it was just like oh I really wish I could show you guys this visual but it was really um a visual representation of the fact that like we are all just children on the inside trying to be seen and heard and validated and loved and our ego can really get in the way of that happening um, because we believe that if we put ourselves out there, if we take a risk, if we do X, Y, Z, then that means that we could be hurt. And being hurt to a child um, is pretty detrimental to them. And we're very aware of our emotional states. And if we know that we don't act favorably when we're upset or when, so like you might eat a lot when you're in a bad mood or when you're sad or something. So you might do that and so you might know, well, if if I get rejected by this client or if I try and do something and I fail, I know that it's not going to be good for me. So you subconsciously avoid doing anything like that. And that can include putting yourself out there with people as well. I have a client who said that she's afraid to pitch to people for discovery calls, like for free calls in the DMs. And it was basically around her her wanting to be liked like she had the belief that people won't like her anymore if she pitched to them in the dms and that comes from your inner child that comes from a place of wanting to be liked and loved and it's all the same at the end of the day and in terms of playing i love to dance around the living room or me and my partner watch stupid videos or i play with my dog or i like draw even though i'm terrible at it or I sing really loudly and again, dance around the house. It's my favorite. Or I take bubble baths. Like I try and play as much as I can because um, that helps me really get in touch with the whole meaning of life. And the whole reason why we are doing this, um, why we are on this entrepreneurial journey and why we're doing the things that we're doing is because we want that financial freedom so we can play more essentially at the end of the day you want that freedom so you can support your family support yourself and that you can play and have fun and have experiences that you can make memories with so I hope you love this episode and don't forget to grab that the lazy entrepreneur's morning routine at the link in my show notes you can get ten dollars off with the code bossbetch which is on the website when you click on it for spelling purposes and I can't wait to see how amazing your journal prompts come out and please tag me at your coach Jill when you get the journal I'll see you guys later and we did an amazing technique on her called the single belief change um during my VIP session with her I did that technique on her 
and it was amazing and she was like this kind of feels silly now and it is silly because we are all just wanting to be liked and loved so it makes so much sense that your inner child would try to prevent you from doing that because again our ego can get in the way and I want you to think about how you are serving your inner child on a daily basis and if ego is getting in the way of being who you truly are and saying what you truly think because if you dig deep and you try and figure out why you do the things you do or how you defend yourself it's usually either ego or your inner child um and how I wanted to end this episode too was talking about nurturing your inner child so how can you do this you can play more You can be more um, and you can really engage in things that help nurture that inner child inside of you, like doing the work. If you feel like you are super reactive, if you feel like you never get what you want, the world is against you, that is some inner child shit coming up. Um, And the best thing you can do for yourself is work on it, journal, go to therapy, um, talk with your partner, Um, ask for your needs and ask the people in your life to give you what you need to emotionally survive and then look at everybody in your life as well and see how you can nurture their inner child too and a really important thing is to always like look at somebody as if you're seeing somebody as their eight-year-old self and we're all just in the mode of self-preservation we're all just trying to defend ourselves um, whenever there's any type of conflict um, and that same thing goes for business that's why it's really hard for me sometimes to be in conflict with anybody because I feel like I can usually always see people for like what they're fighting for and it's usually just to preserve themselves and just to like look after themselves and it's really hard to be angry at people when you know that they're just coming of a place of like defense for their own well-being so um it's really rarely the case that somebody is going after somebody rather than just looking out for themselves if that makes sense thanks so much for listening to the from imposter to empowered podcast with me jillian Perrick. if you loved this episode take a screenshot and share it on your instagram story and don't forget to tag me at your coach jill of course i'd love for you to rate the podcast five stars and leave a review and if you screenshot your review and send it to me at your coach jill on instagram i'll send you a free gift at the very least make sure you follow me on instagram again at your coach jill for tons of free content strategies and inspo see you next time